Welcome to Making Sense of Mindfulness with Keith McPherson and your co-host, Krista Hope. Hi, and welcome back to Making Sense of Mindfulness. We're so excited to have you here and excited to talk about all things mindfulness. This is Krista Hope and Keith McPherson, and we would love to hear from you. You can call in all your questions about mindfulness. We'd love to hear anything you bring, and, and Keith will have a, a wonderful answer for you, I'm sure, or some insight. Uh, the number to call in is 914-338-0905. We'd love to hear from you. Keith, how are you? I'm doing great. I was just thinking about how much I love your last name, Krista Hope. It's such an <laughs> awesome name. <laughs> Is that your actual my name, Krista? <laughs> yeah, it's my actual name. My husband really like he was giving me a gift by giving me that last name because my maiden uh, name starts with a KJ to give you a sense of that last name. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> well, I love it. It's uh, it. Every time I say your name or think your name, Krista Hope, it always makes me feel super positive and hopeful. Literally, so, I love that. You get to walk around with that name. It's so great. It is great. Yes, and I have a great husband. So, like me. Yeah, and it's kind of, you were saying just before our call. It's it's his birthday coming up this this week. You said Valentine's Day. He's a sweetheart. Wow, you really it's, did marry uh, like Cupid, it sounds like. <laughs> this is a big one. This is the big four O. So he's oh, pretty good wow. about that. But he, he yeah, you know, really I'm conflicted because he keeps made me low key. So I haven't gone to party or anything, but being concerned hmm. is the truth. Does he really want low key? Yeah. What would you want? Well, maybe, what yeah. would you want, Keith? <laughs> what would I want? Wow. I would love to be, um, man, for my 40th birthday, I would love to go to Maui, Hawaii, and sit on a beach for a week and just meditate. So I'm not sure if that's uh, Mr. Hope's plan, but um, wow. I, I would say anything you do for him will probably be wonderful this week. Yeah. We'll have some fun, but you know what? If he, If we could get to Maui, my goodness. That would be the best birthday gift for him, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I've always thought it would be so cool to just um, spontaneously, without pre-planning, just go to the airport and literally go to the um, the check-in and just say, I will take the next flight going wherever it's going and just like totally be spontaneous, which would be completely out of character for me, and be like, um, we're just going to take the next flight to wherever you're flying, and who knows where you'll end up. So. Maybe that would be an option for Wednesday. Oh my goodness, I would. We we'd be all over that. He'd go anywhere hot. I'd go anywhere. Um, but our kids are. That's a bit of a challenge with their schedules. We 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 could work from anywhere and get away, but our kids are very busy kids. Oh yeah, I hear you. Well, one day, put it on your bucket list. It's it's on mine too. Except. The risk is that if you if you take a flight anywhere without knowing where you're going, there is a chance that you're going to end up somewhere cold. So it's kind of a 50-50 <laughs> chance on our planet. Like so, Winnipeg? <laughs> anyway. 
Yeah, like where I live in Winterpeg, we call it Winterpeg, man, it's cold out. And it's been so cold here. It's back down with the wind chill to like in the minus 30 Celsius degrees. It's uh, we're all really counting down the days to springtime here. So, oh, my yeah. goodness. But but isn't there part of you, Keith, that I actually miss that I live in BC now and I come from Alberta and I do miss the I mean, I guess it gets to be a bit much, but there's a real. Um, there's a real quaintness to being sort of cooped up into your house and it's cozy and um, this warmth that there's no pressure to be outside. I think I do. Well, there is, there is something great about that. I mean, um, we always joke, but it actually is kind of true. I, I think it's one of the reasons why so much great music comes out of Winterpeg, so to speak, is because, um, we have these cold, long winters, so everybody's cooped up in their houses, and um, either are going to go out and play hockey and, and bear the cold out on a, a cold hockey rink, or you're going to stay inside and become either a writer or a, a musician. And that's what I opted for. I was like, I'm, I'm staying inside. I don't want to get uh, frostbite and body checked. I'd rather be inside in my basement <laughs> writing love songs for all the women that I'm longing for. <laughs> so that was how I grew up. <laughs> Well, key for us. Yeah. Key for us. I yeah. actually, oh. I, I understand that we might be able to listen to a song this evening. Yeah. Well, I uh, I thought this would be a great place to uh, debut um, the the title track on my my upcoming album tonight because uh, the people that faithfully call in and and that listen to our show that's fairly new. Um, I just I thought it'd be a really a, a nice gift and a chance to. To play this live for the first place in public tonight. So I'm, I've got a, a song loaded up from the new album called Shine, which is the the title track. Yay! Yeah. So do you want to listen to that at the front end here, or do we want to keep everybody anticipating it till the end? Wow, oh, man! Now I'm on the spot. My intuition says, let's. Uh, why don't we leave it for just a little bit, and then we'll we'll come back to it as long as we leave at least four minutes and 29 seconds somewhere in the program. <laughs> Good to know. Okay. I agree. I think yeah. we should make people, make people anticipate it. I, I know yeah. it's going to be hard for me to be patient, but I will. Me too. Well, I'm, I'm excited and I'm also a little nervous to play this song because it's very vulnerable. As I've said in past shows, it's, um, it's a real departure from where I've been, but it's, uh, it's also one of my favorite songs on the album so you know it'd be really exciting to to debut this on our our show yay okay can't wait let's let's yeah. talk about mindfulness keith what uh what's on your mind wow well it's interesting i just before the show um it's funny how sometimes things just appear uh, from nowhere and there was uh i collect these these tea sayings like on the end of tea bags there's always these these little sayings and it's funny when sometimes I, I I forget about them and I put them in my pocket or whatnot but just before the show tonight I had this uh this little tea quote from the end of a tea bag at some point show up on my desk after all the the renovations I've been doing at my house and um the the quote says your potential self is infinite and it's funny because I was thinking about the the theme for the show tonight and the uh, the idea of, of the importance of our, our highest self, our potential self, and 
this this place that we have access to that is unlimited possibility. And I've been um, doing quite a bit of coaching this week, one-on-one with people, and it seems to be a theme that's just in the air, is this this idea that um, when we clear out all of the pilikia, all the drama-drama, there's this unlimited potential that's available to us. And it's um, from a place of, of infinite. It's from a place of, of infinite possibility. Um, in, in the book that I just finished writing, Making Sense of Mindfulness, I, I reference uh, a lot what I, I call in the, the framework your higher self. Um, some people would reference this as God or spirit or whatever name you want to give it. I mean, to me, we give it a name. It, it, it's a human definition. But I, I'm referencing this place of infinite potential, this, this source. And we all have access to this place, whether you call it God or higher self or spirit. And it's... Um, to me, it's the, the most creative, pure part of who we are. And when we collaborate or co-create with this, this uh, underlying um, presence, it's, it's magical. It's where the great uh, albums get made and written, and it's where the books get written. And I've, I've talked on the show before about being a channel where literally words will just come through without me really even feeling like I'm writing them. And it, it's like, what is that source that's behind it all that's, that's allowing these words to come out? So when I saw this little tea leaf um, quote tonight that says, your potential self is infinite, I just started thinking about in regards to mindfulness, you know, to, to really get centered and to be present. If we're paying attention as opposed to wandering around in our monkey mind, um, we have a chance to co-create with this infinite potential part of who we are, this, this presence, so to speak. And um, anyway, it just seems to be a theme that's, that's been coming up in both my coaching and in my life this week. It's just uh, the, the creativity and the unlimited potential we have access to when we get present and, and connect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's really interesting to watch for those signs and the synchronicities that happen all around when you're there. Um, I just actually heard a very similar story from uh, another girl who heard a quote one day from a teacher and had a tea bag of the same quote the very day, same day. Oh, really? Yeah. I love when yeah. that happens. Those, yeah. those kind of synchronicities, they're just, um, to me, it's just like signs from that part that's connected to all of us, that infinite potential, that spirit, so to speak. It's mm-hmm. those little signs that show up, the synchronicities. It's, uh, it's so energizing you know, when that kind of stuff happens where you're, you know, it's the same kind of energy where you're, you're thinking of somebody and then a few minutes later they call you out of the blue and it wasn't planned or they, they text you and you're like, I was just thinking of you. How did, how did you know? And it's, you know, there's a part of us that when we, when we just surrender, like when we get out of our own way, so to speak, out of our own egos that, that try to control everything and just loosen our grip on life, it's just amazing how the stars literally just start aligning in front of us and we're guided in this profound way. So I love this. Yeah. <laughs> it's very energizing to talk about this. It's beautiful and it's energizing to hear other people's stories because then it sort of gives um, – it almost feels like credibility to your own stories that, oh, it's really real, you know? That's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. Me too. I agree. Um, we have a caller, Keith. We have oh, great. Pam 
Yeah, we have Pam calling from Winnipeg. So I'm going to bring Pam on here. Oh, fantastic. I wonder if I know Pam. I'm trying to think if this is uh, it is. Pam I wonder I'm thinking if you do. Of. Hi, Pam, Pam. You're on with Keith. Hi. Hi, Keith. Oh, how are you? Oh, Pam. I'm doing, yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good. I'm doing very Thank good. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. I, we haven't chatted forever, and uh, this is the Pam I'm thinking of. That's awesome. Yes, it is. <laughs> Wonderful. So, yeah, so can I ask my question now, or? You bet. Yeah, what's on your mind? Okay. Well, it's kind of funny that you just finished saying that, um, you know, if we get out of our own way, then things, you know, happen. And literally that was my question to you tonight was, how do I get out of my own way so that I can move forward um, with my dreams and goals and visions that I have um, for life? Oh, that's an awesome question. So are you feeling somewhat blocked right now? Or when you say getting in your own way, how are you getting in your own way right now? Well, I, I, I have these things that I want to do, and I can see how it can work out like in the future, and people have said, you know, it's good ideas and all this stuff. But there's something that's holding me back from taking the steps that I need to take to get this um, product and vision out to other people. And I feel that there's something inside of me that's hesitating and that's making me stop. And I just haven't really figured out exactly what it is. I don't know if it's fear of success or fear of failure um, or if there's something deeper, but there's something there that you know, it's like um, you know a little wall that I have to climb over because I can see over it. I can see into the future and I can see you know things going well, but it's just getting from here to there. Yeah, I hear you. Well, this piece that of you that's questioning, I don't know if it's fear of failure or fear of success, but what if you were to, to say, I know it's fear of failure or fear of success right now? Like, what if it is that? Is it that? Probably. When I think about, yeah. like, it it seems to come to to that. Like, I'm afraid that you know, if I do become successful and this is, you know, more financially abundant than I can imagine or have, you know, had in years past, that I'm going to do something that's going to cause me to lose it all or, um, sorry, excuse me, um, yeah, do something that's going to... Um, kind of kibosh and put a um just a like a oh I don't know how to say it but right. I hear yeah. you yeah it sounds to me like um a whole bunch of what I call the saboteur have we talked about that before yeah I'm trying to remember yeah it, it, yeah it, it, I now that you like, say that it's coming back yeah yeah, it's sounding like um, that, that it, I don't know, this, this resistance that you feel, does it come on as a voice in your head or more of a feeling in you? More of a feeling. 
Where, and where do you feel it most in your body when you start thinking about this place that says you can't have success because you might not be able to handle it? Where do you feel that the most? In my chest. I start to like in feel tight. Yeah. Yeah, super tight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what does it look like in there? If you were to just start focusing in on this tightness in your chest, what does that tightness look like right now? Oh, it just looks like a um, like a knot on, like in the you know um, what you know when you tie a boat to the to the dock. It just looks and feels like that tight knot there that's in there, and it just doesn't feel like it's um, being able to loosen up. Right. Yeah, it's I can totally sense together. that. Yeah. Yeah sounds really similar to how you are feeling about this right now <laughs> being yeah. tied up to an anchor or a dock like you can't <laughs> you can't swim up to see True. it to see where the success is yeah. i didn't even realize that i was saying that but yes it does feel like i'm i've kind of anchored myself here and i'm not letting myself go yeah what would what would life be like if you were to just right now even just imagine yourself with your hand on that knot just start literally untying that knot can you get a visual of yourself literally just starting to untangle that knot and loosen it from the dock so to speak can you kind of get into that Mhm. yeah and what's happening now as you as you do that well it's a struggle right now because yeah so there's still a struggle it's so tight it's just not like yes it's feeling like it's not wanting to to come to come loose. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you want right now? Well, I want to be free. I want to bring my ideas and and you know jewelry and these ideas that I have, I, w- I want to get it out there and I want to show people and I want them to feel the reason why I created these designs for them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm... I can hear that. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. I, I I want to, I see, I can see it out there and, but like you said, it, that I still just feel tied tied down and and I just tied don't know yeah yeah and I just don't know what else I, or you know what I should start doing to try and loosen it because it's been like that for so long that um, yeah I don't know how to start um, working the knot free mm, I hear you I can hear this. There's a real part of you that that wants to be free from that, and at the same time, you're still tied. You're still tied there, like stuck there. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. um, what's it like for you to know that you're you're tied to the dock, so to speak, like you're stuck there, and yet you're looking at it. Is it? I almost get this visual of you, like literally tied to a dock, like a, a boat that wants to be free out at the sea, mm-hmm. out in the sea. What is it like to to know that right now and to be stuck tied to a dock? It's frustrating. Yeah. Makes me yeah, makes me 
like just yeah, like it's frustrated is is the best word, yeah. Yeah. So what do you want to do? Well, I want to become. I want to become free because I'm tired of talking to myself and like beating myself up for not doing it and not taking the steps and not um, being the person I yeah. know that I can that I can be. And um, I yeah, suspect no, deep, that every no, time I, I really want to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm suspecting every time you beat yourself up or you you start going into that thought pattern of, um, I can't be successful, who am I to be successful? Like, you just continue to tie that knot to the dock and enhance it and enforce it. Mm -hmm. it, That would be, I hear you, how frustrating (laughs) is that? That's not why you showed up here on the planet, Pam. (laughs) Right? Oh, I know. Out of sea. (laughs) Yeah, and so that's really why it's been like you know, yeah. So so many years of me doing this and telling myself this that you know that's why it just yeah. is feels right now that it's not easy to you know to undo this knot, and I'm sure it yeah. is. But right now it just I'm so deep inside that knot that I I can't kind of get free from it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I first of all want to acknowledge the fact that you even call you're, you even called in to talk about this. To me, I, I think that personally is a sign of starting to loosen the knot or a step towards setting the boat out to sea. And secondly, I there's a there's an ancient Hawaiian saying that comes up that's coming up right now, and it, it's this idea that um, nothing comes up until it's ready to clear. And so the fact that this is coming up and, like, I mean, literally, you're making this public, like, you are declaring that you have been tied up in a knot at a dock and, it, and you want to you wanna free yourself from this limited belief of thinking that you don't deserve success. I mean, the fact that you're declaring that right now, in ancient Hawaii, they would say, this is coming up because that knot is no longer serving you and it wants to clear. Mm. And there's a... Mm. There's a wide open sea waiting for you. Um, it's funny, the, the, the saying, your potential self is infinite and it's waiting for you. And this, this jewelry that you want to put out in the world is, I mean, it's literally there. It's, all, it's all actually already done. And it's a matter of you deciding to start untying that knot and, and setting yourself free. Does that resonate for you? Mm, totally. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I want to leave you with a question that I, I'd like you to ponder, and okay. um, you can even email me your answer back. Okay. But I'd like you to really give some thought to this. What, what, what does it mean? To what would it mean in my life? And you can brainstorm and write and journal about this. What would it mean in my life to literally untie this knot? What would be different if I untied this knot and set myself free? What, what would I have to say no to? What would I have to say yes to? Um, what's available if I untie this knot? I, I'd love for you to sit with that. Like, what does it actually mean in your life to untie this knot from the dock and to set yourself free to go out to sea, literally, and and dance and, and sail in, in the success? Will you do that? Yes. I will. Okay. And, and let me know, like, 
email me your answer and, and what comes up. And I mean, give us some thought because it's, to me, as I'm, I'm hearing you talk about this, like, um, I, I'm also thinking of Marianne Williamson's quote, who she's like saying, you're playing small and the world's not serving you. And mm. who are you not to shine? Like, who are you not to be this jewelry creator? I mean, this is part of your life purpose. He, I, I can sense it even on the phone that there's a part of you that lights up when you start thinking about about actually creating that and taking the steps towards it. Um, what mm-hmm. is your next step towards it? What is your next step towards it? My next step is um, ordering brochures that I've made up and then sending them out to different agencies to get the word out there and get feedback. Because I've created the design, I'm wearing it. I've got, I've sold a few pieces. It's just a matter of getting it out now to the masses. How exciting! And, and have you actually put in motion this next step of creating the brochure and sending it out? I've created it, so I just did the final, final changes because I can change and create and procrastinate on that too but I just had somebody else look over it and you know and they said yeah it's good get it so now I just have to place the order for them and um, oh. yeah so once that's done then and they're delivered to me then um, I'll, I'll be able to get them it's in motion yeah I can I can already hear the way that you're talking that despite the resistance this knot wants to come loose like it is <laughs> It's it's already in motion. Yet you, there's a part of you that's keeping yourself tied up to the dock. So, what would it be like if you were to literally untie that knot and to get into more alignment with what's already happening, despite the fact you think you're tied up? Your success <laughs> is waiting for you. Your success is waiting for you. It's it's already happening, despite your limitations. Unbelievable. Mm. So. I'd like you to give some some uh, real thought and cl- clarity to that question. What will it mean to untie this knot and set myself free? Okay, I yeah. can do that. And I, okay, and I so appreciate you taking the time to call in and and ask this question because you're not alone. I I know there's other people that listen to this show that are feeling totally similar to this and getting in their own way. So um, send me what comes up for you and. Uh, I know that just your courage to call in and talk about this is inspiring other people too. So we want to. Um, I also want to send you a copy of of the new book that I just put out, Making Sense of Mindfulness. I'm so excited to. Read, and, I am um, so excited to read it. I, I'm excited for you to read it too. And I, I actually just <laughs> got the um, the copy back today from the publisher, so I can actually see what it's going to look like. So we're like a few oh. probably weeks away from getting copies. Um, Speaking about untying from the dock, that's been my experience, too, just <laughs> letting this happen. So I'm so excited to, to send you a copy. And um, so just, just stay on the line, and uh, Krista sure. will get your, your mailing info, and then we'll, we'll be sure to send you a, a copy as soon as it's back from the press. So, okay, thank yeah. you so much, Keith. I appreciate you and uh, all that you do. Oh, same here, Pam. I appreciate you, too, and, and I'm excited to hear the follow-up. To this untying of your knot from the dock. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll get back to you with that. Thanks. Sounds good. Yep, just stay on the line. Awesome. Wow, what a great call. That is so inspiring to hear somebody that's already making motions happen 
and acknowledging that they're getting in their own way and they need to stop doing that. Fantastic. Yeah, that's great awareness on, on her part. And you brought in my favorite quote of all time, or yeah, it's actually a really long quote, as you know, but the um, who are you not to be great piece. Oh, yeah. So good. A, piece. Such a yeah. powerful, you know, we should read that whole quote since, uh, since we're here on, on the air and uh, I'm just going to pull it up if, if that's all right with you. Cause yeah. it's, um, it, it's, it's all about like, I, it's all about this. It actually goes so well with the theme of our show tonight too. It's, um, yeah, it, I'm going to read it. It says, our deepest okay. fear, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people will not feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in every single one of us. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Oh, I get chills when I read that. It's so Absolutely. true. Oh, my God. There's so much in that. And, you know, if, if someone, if you just come back to that every time fear faces you or you're in, faced with fear, it's, it's almost selfish to not show your light. Yeah, that's right. It's actually a disservice to the planet and everybody to not, to not shine, to not let yourself yeah. shine. Yeah. Wow. You know, this it's, is, this it's, is actually it's, a great segue, <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> you have a great segue? For, is this for shine? Well, I was going to say, this is a great segue to, to play the song Shine, but I want to hear your thought first. <laughs> um, well, no, now, now all I can think of is shine. Um, I'm just thinking about how they say everybody is put on earth for a very specific, special reason. And, and I often want to remind myself of that because, you know, the world seems so big and there's so much going on and so many people doing so many amazing things. But I think we each have to remind ourselves that we have a very particular gift that only we were given. And that's what it's speaking to. Oh, that's so powerful. Yes. Exactly. Time to listen I mean, to I, some shine, maybe. Hey? I agree. I, I want to dedicate this song tonight to Pam, who called in, because um, just knowing her a little bit and her dream about creating this jewelry line, and I'm not going to share too much because it's not my place to share it, but I, I want to let you know it's um, her dream is big and it's powerful. And I just, uh, the intention tonight as we play this song for anyone listening that's holding back out of fear of success or fear of not being good enough or people might not like it. It's like our challenge tonight to you is it's time literally to, to let it shine. I mean, who are you not to? So um, without further ado, here's uh, the debut of this title track on my new album and um, sending this out especially tonight to Pam. This is a brand new song called Shine. There's a famous constellation 
hiding above the clouds There's a man on the moon, you can't see him there But you know he's looking down When you're lost and feeling empty Like a stranger in the dark Somewhere deep inside of you Is a radiant spark You're a diamond Supernova You're all the things your father told you Underneath it Can you see It's a shockwave to the system Encouraged to carry it out But in the dead of the night The glow of your light Is what illuminates the ground So come on, take a chance and burn Brighter than the stars You're a stellar light exploding
Good. Um, I just want to give the number up to people in case they want to call in. Still a little bit of time left. We could probably take one or two calls. The number to call in is 914-338-0905. And uh, maybe we'll go to an email. We have quite a few emails to work through here. Um, I'm going to bring you a question. Let's see. Uh, Jordan. Jordan has a question asking, I am trying to forgive someone in my life who caused me a lot of pain. I don't want to hold on to this pain. It's causing, to this pain it is causing me. How do I forgive them? Mm, that's a great question, Jordan. And thank you for... Uh taking the time to, to write in and, and ask that question. Yeah, this theme of forgiveness is a, uh, is a powerful one. And um, it's powerful because the thing is, whenever we're holding on to pain from past um, whatever it's been, conflict or resentment, so to speak, it's actually, a, uh, it's actually harming us as opposed to harming the other person. It's so interesting. We, we spend so much of our lives um, when we're not forgiving in this place of, of harboring ill feeling, and it actually affects our entire body all the way down to our physical body, our mental state. It's like um, holding on to pain, so to speak, causes so much dis-ease in our body, literally. So your question is really, really appropriate. And... Um, Again, I'm going to reference the ancient Hawaiians on this because they have a practice called Ho'oponopono. And um, it's a practice all about making things right. Pono in Hawaiian means to make things right. And it's a, a form of, of forgiveness. It takes a lot of guts to um, confront somebody and, and literally make amends with them. And yet uh, to do it is really a practice of Ho'oponopono. So your question about asking, how do you um, forgive someone who's caused a lot of pain in your life because you don't want to hold on to it anymore? Consider that forgiving them is um, going to be a practice of literally uh, healing yourself from all of the, the heaviness that you've been carrying at this point. Um, I'm not sure of the actual scenario of what you're forgiving this person that's caused you a lot of pain in your life for, um, and not necessarily that that matters, but if it's something that can be confronted directly where you can um, go and speak to them directly and basically offer from your heart uh, forgiveness, then I would highly recommend that's probably the best uh, approach. But if it's something where you're, you're unable to personally connect with them, maybe they've passed on to another lifetime or um, perhaps for some reason you don't have contact with them anymore, it's best not to, to stir it up on their end anymore. Um, you can also practice Ho'oponopono forgiveness by, by literally um, sending it to them through, through a silent prayer, um, through silent thought. And it's, it's quite a powerful process. Um, one practice that I like to do literally is to, to close my eyes when I'm working on forgiveness and to get a picture of that person in front of me in my, my mind and to know that wherever they are on the planet, uh, we are connected and I offer this mantra to them. I say um, their name, and I say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me, and I love you. And just those three words, please forgive me, those three statements, please forgive me, I'm sorry, and I love you. Um, and I just imagine them 
open and full of light and this beautiful exchange of light between us. And when that happens, it's, uh, I just, I know the healing is taking place and whether they accept it or not, once you offer forgiveness, the Hawaiians, once you offer forgiveness, um, the other person has a duty to, to accept it if it's from the heart. And if they don't, then, um, it, it lands on them at that point. So, uh, I just think that your intention to want to forgive and make peace with this person in your life is is just a powerful step towards healing yourself and healing this relationship. And um, so I hope that's helpful. But just remember that mantra. Um, please forgive me. I'm sorry. And I love you. So I hope that's helpful, Jordan. And uh, feel free to email in and let us know how, how that goes. So, yeah, what a great yeah, question that is. Yeah, and Jordan, call in next time. Um, and right now on hold, we have uh, Debbie from McGregor Keith. I'll bring her into the oh. show here. Fantastic. She says you'll know where McGregor. McGregor is. I don't know where it is, but Debbie, welcome oh, to the show. Oh, I know where McGregor is. <laughs> <laughs> of course he knows where McGregor is. Hi, Keith. You bet. Hi, Debbie. Hi, thanks uh, for calling I in. Love, oh, you're welcome. I, I listen to it every week. I absolutely oh, loved your record, your song. It oh, was beautiful. And I know you're almost out of time, so I'm going to make this quick. My question okay. to you yeah. is, even though I try my darndest to stay present, and I've been on this journey, and I get messages, and I listen to my my gut and all, all that, sometimes it quite shocked me that uh, just a simple word can trigger a response and let my ego take control of me, and, and I'm right back in that deep hole again. Is there mm. a trick to stop your ego from rising that quickly, or how do you recognize it? Mm, that's a great question. Um, yeah, well, a lot of times when a, a word pops in that triggers you into that ego place, it's um, most likely based on a past memory. Uh, yes, like it's, it's hurt. Memory. Yeah, it's a hurt. It's a hurt. Yeah. I can actually hear it in your voice as you're talking about this. Um, oh, that's not... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's there consciously, but I can hear a bit of that, that hurt. And yeah, um, yeah in, in the short period of time that we have here, um, my advice would be it's it, even just when that, those moments come up, to not suppress them. In fact, the fact that you're naming it right now is, is such a powerful practice to go, you know, this is triggering hurt in me right now, and to, to let that emotion flow through you, um, not to necessarily act on it, but to let yourself feel the feelings that you're feeling when that triggers in you, because our emotions are energy in motion, and to suppress that causes actually more tension and pain and and that memory gets stuck in the unconscious. And when that happens, uh, anytime that word is said in the future after that, it triggers us into that state of, of fight, right, or of agitation. But and it can come is out it so going to happen as ways. strong every time? Like, um, is it well, always going to happen? Or, or am I going to consciously well, let it go a little bit? Yeah, well, what I'm, I'm picking up here is it will – it will actually release and clear when you allow yourself to feel the uh, emotion that's behind it, to let okay. yourself have a good cry, to let yourself beat your pillows if it's making you angry, um, to let that emotion actually flow through as opposed to suppressing it. Um, over time, by allowing yourself to feel the feelings in the moment you're feeling them, 
um, and then redirecting that energy that's flowing through you and, and shaping. There's, um, have you ever noticed at the end of like a good cry, there's that, that lift, that feeling of lift at the end where it's just it's kind of a oh, calm? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, in those moments after you've allowed the emotion to flow, that's when you can reprogram the strongest and you can go, okay, this is done now. This is cleared now. So, I mean, in our short period of time at the end of the show here, I yeah. mean, that's the first thing that pops up is to really honor your feelings and just let yourself feel the emotion instead of suppressing okay. it. And okay, those, triggers, those triggers will will eventually dissolve. They will. So I hope that's, that's helpful. It, it certainly yeah. was. And, Thank and you Debbie, so stay much. On the line cause, stay on the line because we want to send you a copy of my new book. It's coming soon. It looks okay. like April. So awesome. Thank stay you. stay on the line. Alrighty. Yeah, and Krista, Krista will get your yeah. your info. So. Yeah, I'll be right with you, Debbie. Thanks okay. for tuning in this week, everybody. It's been a great show, and bring your questions next week. Keith's here for you, and would love to hear from you. Yeah, have a great week, everyone. Take care.